Hello and welcome to the Castles Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Castles, and this is episode six. And we're going to be discussing tips for a successful body transformation. So this was a question, guys, that I wasn't actually planning on doing. However, someone asked me today, another PT who's about to embark on the Next Level Body Challenge that I've done, they asked me for some quick tips to, to basically ensure they, they have a successful body transformation uh, journey. So I'm going to be doing it myself today. This is... Um, another one of myself so it's going to be feel a bit weird that i'm not kind of bouncing back and forward with someone but i just thought after the day with the other pt asking uh for some tips i thought it'd be useful for the listeners as well just to kind of get an insight of my kind of tips for it so without further ado guys i will start with my tips so number one for me is have a plan in place so if you've not got a plan in place you need to get one now this can be anything from hiring a coach or even just going on a website there's loads of websites, there's loads of information out there. You can go on some pe- people's social media and pick up some kind of training plan and nutrition plan. As I said, guys, there's a vast amount of information out there. So just make sure it's the right one for you. Do a wee bit of research, a wee bit of homework. That will obviously take time. However, if you don't do the homework, you'll probably crash off it in about a week or two. So make sure it fits for you. That's the kind of number one takeaway there. And once you do actually find that and discover your own kind of plan, and um, you're happy with it, trust the process and throw everything, like absolutely everything you have at it, give it 100% all the way. If you don't trust the process, there's going to be times where you're going to question everything, especially if you're going through a body transformation. Guys, it's a massive, massive step. You know, it is hard to do. If everybody could do it and it was easy, you know, everyone would do it. Um, But it takes a lot of kind of mental toughness, physical toughness as well. So there is a lot that kind of plays into it. You need to make some sacrifices as well. So are you willing to make a sacrifice? So things like that, guys. Trust the process. It's going to get you there because you will question it. And there's no doubt in my mind about it because when I've done my kind of body transformation recently, I questioned pretty much every step of the way, um, especially when the kind of numbers were falling. You know, I could see the, the physical differences and stuff like that. Things were changing, but we still continued to kind of progress harder uh, and make things more challenging so that it would speed up the kind of process so have that in mind guys always trust the process if you've got a, a great plan in place and you, you trust it it'll work for you so that's a good thing about if you hire a coach then like that because you're learning from their experience i'm not saying you have to i know like kind of financially some people might not be ready for that yet but it is good guys because obviously it will massively help you in the long haul next one guys kind of goes on the, the kind of thing of getting a coach and it's being accountable to somebody so having some accountability with someone it could be anyone at all guys it doesn't have to be a coach i know people you know coaches use that as a market employee and stuff like that to get you to sign up for them and stuff like that i'm not going to do that today guys if you do want to come up with it you can do it but if you don't and even if you just take this message away with you i'm a happy man but just having that accountability it could be anybody at all guys as i said a friend a family member you know, you, there's there's so many kind of fitness community groups out there now that you can get access to that are all free. And just having that kind of accountability, as I say, just or even just someone you, you maybe know through work, maybe not a close friend, but you know through work that's maybe going through the same kind of thing as you, want to kind of change their body appearance, their, phys- their, their kind of fitness levels. Having that someone behind you is going to help massively. You need to be accountable to somebody. If you're not accountable to anybody at all, the first thing they're going to do is just fall off the wagon when it comes to the easy options there, guys. Trust me, I've done it. I know exactly how how it feels when I first went through my fitness journey, when I was trying to lose weight the first time. 
I didn't have anybody to be accountable. I was just winging it, if I'm honest with you. And uh, yeah, I fell off the wagon a few times and it was they started going in that kind of vicious vicious cycle, the loop um, of kind of, you know, being in a diet for a couple of weeks or whatever, then out of diet for a couple of weeks because the, the temptations were too much. Um, so actually having that coach or that friend or family member who can really push you on and spur you on and keep you going um, is beneficial. Also on that note as well, guys, if you have like a set time frame. Um, if you're if you're going for something um, like a holiday, or I know obviously we can't really go on holidays now, but if you've got a kind of big event up, I know like the big one for people just now because we can't really go on holiday and stuff is, you know, maybe coming up for a big birthday and they want to kind of make a change for the big birthday, see so you're turning 30 or anything like that, you've always wanted to do something like this. Having that in your mind as well is a, a massive kind of push as well because that's the end goal. You can see it in sight. Whereas if you're just doing it for overall health and uh, general benefits and stuff like that, then obviously play the long haul. But having like a short time frame uh, is a massive boost as well. But yeah, definitely have somebody accountable, guys. You, you can't go wrong if you've got somebody holding you accountable and basically just calling you out in your bullshit, you know. Um, as, as harsh as that, say, that sounds, guys, I know that is harsh. But if you've got somebody there that's just going to say, ah, do you know what? Yeah, I can completely understand. You're, you're maybe going through a wee spell where your energy's low, you can't really be bored, you're not motivated because maybe the weather outside or anything. If you've got somebody that's just going to say, ah, well, if you just sit down and you know, have a rest, then that's not really, it's not really helping you towards your big vision and your big goal. So having somebody just to call you out on it and be somebody, get somebody like that as well, because a lot of family members or whatever might just give you that easy option to just back out. As Travis and I spoke about before in their podcast in episode two, having someone else that's kind of almost an unbiased approach is massively beneficial as well. So it could be anybody at all. Like, <clears throat> as you said, it doesn't even have to be a close friend, just somebody. You could go onto a community page on Facebook or whatever, strike up a cup of quite like a kind of conversation with someone and find out they're on the right, the, the same kind of path as you um, and just keeping yourself accountable. For example, if you're on Slimming World or anything like that as well, like, I'm one of these PTs that I'll never, I'll not bash Slimming World. Like, if it works for you, it works for you. Uh, same with Weight Watchers and stuff like that. I do think there's better ways of doing things, but I'm not going to sit here and bash it if it works for you. But having something like that as well, like a kind of community aspect of it, you might meet somebody that you don't really know, but they're on the same journey as you, so they can keep you accountable. And it does massively help, guys. It's just calling out your bullshit when you, you can't really be bothered doing something. So, um, again, apologies for swimming, but that's what it is what it is. <coughs> Number three, guys, keep telling yourself why you're doing it. All right, that is a massive one for me uh, and it's helped me in every part of my fitness journey and it helps all my clients in their fitness journey as well. Having that why, you, you'll hear coaches saying about the why all the time, you might question what the hell is a why. So your why is basically having some kind of emotion, uh, emotional attachment to your goal. So if you just say, I want to get fitter or I want to look better, it won't, it won't work. Um, gradually, you'll start to slow down, you'll hit a wee halt. Um, because it, there's nothing attractive to that anymore, if that makes sense. So what you want to do is make have an, an emotional attachment to that goal. So for example, I'll give you an example, guys, and a couple of my clients have felt the same way, but for me as well, for my journey and some of my clients' journey, we try and link a negative emotion to the way we currently feel or have felt in the past to then spur us on to see how we're going to feel when we achieve our goal. So that's the kind of questions I would ask you just now. And write it down, guys. You don't even need to come and work with me just now. Just write these two questions down, all right? How will you look when you achieve your goal? And how will that make you feel? 
All right. So if your goal is fat loss, for example, and you want a complete body transformation, you're fed up with the way you feel. You you know you feel uninspired. Don't have energy. You know you hate the way you look in the mirror and stuff like that. Ask yourself the two questions. When it gets to that final transformation, how will you look? What will that do for you know your confidence? How how will you feel at the end goal? So ask yourself the questions, guys, and straight away, once you answer the questions, write it down on a bit of paper and answer the questions, you will feel a fire lit in the belly and it won't go down. You know, every time, if, especially if you write it down as well, every time you look at that bit of paper or have a whiteboard as well, write it on the whiteboard, have it somewhere visible. Every time you look at that, it's going to spur you on and you'll, you'll never miss a session again or you'll never, you know, question why you're doing anything. So that's a massively important one for me. Um, my own goal through that transformation that I done was pure and simply I didn't want to use being a dad as an excuse, you know, um, for falling away from my kind of visions of the way my fitness should be and stuff like that. And I also just wanted to challenge myself as well, guys. Let's face it, I always love a wee challenge. So, but that is a massive one for me, guys. Is have a bit clear vision of where you want to be and have it in the forefront of your mind all the time. So number four, guys. Make it fit into your lifestyle. It is absolutely pointless if you follow a plan or go extreme natured and think to yourself, right, okay, I'm going to do six workouts a week. I've never really trained or I've not been consistent with some of my training, but I'm going to batter in and do six workouts a week. I'm going to change everything about my diet. You know, go and help a little at that and being so extreme. Guaranteed, you'll last about, I'll give you three weeks and you'll fall away from it. Make it fit into your lifestyle. Ask yourself the questions. If I ask you one of my coaching questions that I ask one of my clients, what can you do? All right. So it's not like a lot of coaches might just tell you what to do, but a good coach will ask you, what can you do? All right. And they'll make it work around you. So that's the way you should look at things. What can you currently manage in your lifestyle? If somebody had said to me just now, if I went with a coach and my coach said to me, you know, I want you to work, uh, train six days a week for an hour or two a day, it's impossible. I can't do that. You know, I'm, I'm not willing to sacrifice a lot of family time. I'm, I'm meant to, I need to be there for Natalie, to help Natalie with Harper. You know, I can't be too selfish that way. So for me personally, if I can get four workouts in a week or even three, I've achieved, you know. Um, so try and think of it like that, guys. What, what can you work with? What, what fits in for you? Nutrition terms. So I'll say something to my clients, you know, what can you do? What can you do to make it a little bit better? All right, okay, right. Well, if we look at your diet, you maybe you're eating two chocolate bars and you're having a glass, like a couple of glasses of wine a night. Okay, well, why don't we just kind of try and cut that down? Maybe have one or two glasses of wine a night, you know, um, and, and gradually reduce things. If you go too extreme, you'll fall away from it because it's far too hard to do. So try and reverse engineer everything you need to do and say, right, what's the simple steps I can make just now that are going to make an impact going forward? Right, so think of it like that, guys. Think it. Although you might only have like say eight weeks or something to to kind of get a massive result, try and look at it and say, what's the easiest steps I can take to get there? All right. Try not to confuse yourself too much with everything. Just look at it and say, right, if I can make a couple adjustments here, if I make a couple adjustments there with my nutrition, maybe try and get a wee bit of a better sleep habit so I can get more sleep. I'm going to feel a lot better. So when I feel a lot better, I'm going to start training a wee bit more. You know, maybe I can get out and move a wee bit more out in steps. It's just thinking about that, guys. Thinking like, 
don't think about being trying to be perfect. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Don't don't strive for perfection. Strive for just a little bit better. All right. And just try and do that every day. And it will start to become a habit as well. So once you've maybe mastered, you know, maybe having one bar of chocolate a night instead of two, get a couple of weeks and you can cut that bar of chocolate to half a bar of chocolate. And then you can cut that down to say maybe two or three days a week. And then before you know it, that's how I done it, guys. When I went before I met Natalie and stuff like that, I went a full year and a half without eating chocolate, just purely because I wanted to test myself. And I knew chocolate was like one of the things that was standing in my way from reaching my goals. So I basically started off and it was like, I think at the time I was having three bars of chocolate a day. So what I done was I just started going, right, okay, if I cut one down for next week, maybe try that for one or two weeks, see how I feel. Right, okay, I feel okay with that. Right, okay, let's cut it down to one. You know, just take, take it step by step. Don't overhaul yourself. As soon as you overwhelm yourself, you'll fall away from it, guaranteed. And the last one, guys, this is a, a massive one for me. I don't know how you feel about it. You can obviously let me know, but I'm quite competitive. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm very, very competitive. I say quite competitive. I'm very competitive, actually. Um, growing up, I used to play football and stuff like that, and I actually get banned a few times for playing fives with my pals um, because I got a wee bit raging. <laughs> if... Um, yeah, I get a wee bit kind of upset if somebody strings a bad pass or, you know, we could be four nothing up and somebody strings a bas- bad pass and I'll still be raging because for me, it's about being the best you can. Um, and if people aren't giving 100%, then it's kind of defeats the purpose of taking part. I'm not a big thing, like me and Natalie have had this discussion about Harper, I'm not a big thing about the, the taking parts that counts. No, 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 no. You're in it to win it and that's it. So for me, with that challenge that I done, guys, some of you may or may not know there was a prize at the end of it, um, which was a money prize. So you won money and you also won some coaching. Now, for me, it's not even about the money and stuff like that, all right? Because we we are comfortable, right? I'm not tooting on home and all that, but we're comfortable. We, we we make it. Me and Natalie, between us, we make a good living and stuff like that. So we're not kind of struggling for money as such, but. That's always a good incentive to, to kind of potentially win something, especially just before Christmas. It meant we get a nice few bonus. But for me, it's more the competitive nature of nobody can beat me. And that's uh, that might sound cocky, guys, but release your inner kind of competitive athlete as such. Um, you're in a competitor because I looked at it and when I signed up for that challenge, again, it might sound cocky when I say this here, but it is where it is. I basically signed up and the people that I told that I had signed up to it, so a couple of people in my work and stuff, I told them that I was signing up to the challenge. I basically turned and said to them, the rest of them are just taking part because I'm winning. And that was at the very start because I purely believed that nobody would outwork me. Um, and that's just a thing I've developed over the years, guys, reading like kind of self-development books, following people like athletes and stuff like that, that you know, really work on their mindset. Um, psychologists that work with athletes and follow kind of people like that, the rock and stuff like that, you know, people that just motivate you, inspire you. All these people have a kind of similar thing and in, in kind of common. They refuse to be outworked. So the way I looked at it was, one of my guys I used to follow was C.T. Fletcher years ago. Some of you may or may not know him. He was a kind of older bodybuilder type thing. And he basically said that when he went into a competition, he would look around the guys and just say, right, okay, who's going to be running up? because I'm winning and that's kind of the way I looked at it you know um, when I signed up that I might not have said to the other guys but in my head 
and to my colleagues and family members that I told that I was joining this challenge, I basically said to them, there's no denying that I'm winning this and the rest are just going to be runners up. And I even said that to my coach, pretty sure I said to Stan about it as well. I said, when I, the, the minute I got the confirmation that he was going to be my coach, I'm pretty sure I said to I message him back saying, tell the rest who's going to be running up because I'm winning. And again, as I said, it might sound cocky, but that's what works for me. So even if you're not in a challenge, guys, the way I look at things as well is, even though I'm not in any kind of challenge or anything like that, I'm working with a coach and stuff like that, but I'm not in any challenge or anything. But I'll look at people that don't even know that they're my competition because it's in my head that they're my competition. So I look at myself and the way I was in the past and I try to beat myself the way I was previously and stuff like that so that I never go down that road again of being you know, highly overweight and stuff. But I also look at people that either work in the industry and it's, and then people that are maybe in the gym. So I'll pick somebody that I kind of look at in the gym, for example, and aspire to be like, like work ethic, you know, um, strength-wise, appearance, like physique. I'll look at these people and say, that's where I want to be. So that's my competition. As I said, they don't know they're my competition. But it gives me that kind of wee spot where if I go into the gym one day, I know we can't go into the gyms now, but even just now, like if I go up and train upstairs in the room, the spare room, and I go on Instagram or whatever and see that they've not trained, that gives me a wee kind of fire because I'm like, right, while I'm working, they're not doing it. They're bitching and moaning about the fact that they're having to do a, a workout in the bedroom, whereas I'm willing to do that. So it's having that kind of wee aspect to it, guys, as I said, it's probably a daft way of thinking, but it's certainly what helps me. It might help you as well. Um, and it certainly helped the coach that I spoke to this morning. He kind of said the same thing, that he's got that in his mind, where if he can look at somebody and say, right, you're my competition, whether you know it or not, you're the one I'm striving to fight for. And it's like, look at anything. If you're working with a coach just now, look at their previous kind of transformations that they've had with clients and look at that and say, right, okay, it's a fantastic effort they've done, but I can do better. You know, and it, again, it's probably a bad way of looking at it, right? Because it's comparing yourself to others. And I do advise against comparing yourself to others. But if you do it in the right way, it can work for you. So for me, for example, I'll compare it with myself to others that are maybe more stronger than me or, you know, have a better physique than me. That's the people I look up to and go, right, okay, if you can do it, I can sure as hell do it. So, and I won't stop at anything to, to get to where you are. Um, and surpass you if possible, depending on obviously years of experience. It's same in business, guys. That's the way I look at my business. People are asking me like how, you know, in a pandemic, my business has actually done pretty well. You know, I, I've, I've kind of strived rather than just survived. And it's purely because work rate, I refuse to let people work harder than me. And second of all, I look at people to see success leaves clues. So look at people and kind of follow along what they're doing, see what they're doing, and then kind of, use it to your own advantage and put your spin on it type thing. So that's the way I kind of look at business as well. As I say, I look at kind of some of the authority figures in the industry and stuff like that, and I say, right, okay, you're at that level. I'm maybe at this level, like kind of in between. But I want to get to you. So what do you do that I don't do? Okay, you maybe work harder. This is why I've done the podcast as well, guys. I look at some of the, the guys in the industry that are really striving just now and they do a podcast. That's something I never done and never ever thought I would do. I was quite shy and stuff like that, but doing it, kind of totally put off with it because you don't know who's listening. You could make a complete ass of yourself on the podcast without even realising. 
And uh, one thing I will say, guys, is when I do podcasts, it's one take and one take only. I'm not messing about with it. You know, I'm not editing it and stuff like that. It's just straight out there. Um, so what you hear is what you get, and that's what you see with me as well. What you see is what you get. But I'll look at them and say, right, they're all doing podcasts. They're all growing. So if I want to grow and I want Castles Fitness to grow and reach out to more people, that's the next step. Do the podcast. Things like that, guys. Always look at like someone that's maybe progressed further than you and just look at what they're doing. So success leaves clues. Anybody can achieve anything in my opinion. Like if you looked at my body transformation or look at some of my clients' body transformations or anybody's in social media, some there's some cracking coaches out there that get fantastic results with their clients. If you look at that and say, I wish I was that. If you wish it, you can do it. You just need to put the actions in step and uh, in, in place and, and kind of take it bit by bit. And that is the way I kind of see it is release your inner competitor. Somebody can do something. It's like that thing. Anything you can do, I can do better. That's all. That's kind of goes in my head constantly. So, um, yeah, that's my kind of, I think that's five, but that's my kind of five tips for a successful body transformation. Obviously, like getting your nutrition in that is, is vital and uh, following the right plan. But yeah, trust the process, guys, and throw absolutely everything you've got at it. That's what I've done for my body transformation. I gave it my all. Like there was a lot of questions. There was a lot of times where I felt, I was going to fall away from it. Um, I didn't want to do it anymore. But again, trust the process and it will happen. Get accountable with somebody. So it could be anybody at all. Family, friend, you know, family member, co-worker, somebody in a community group that, that's going through the same journey as you. Anybody at all, guys. Keep telling yourself why you're doing it. All right? And have that kind of vision of how you'll look and how you'll feel at the end of it because honestly guys that will spur you on and once you get there you'll, you'll have another vision as well it'll, it'll keep constantly going that's how I kind of keep myself going I'm not always motivated certainly not motivated right now like doing home workouts and stuff like that is it's, it's hard going um, but if you've always got that vision in your head how you're going to look how you're going to feel the kind of respect you're going to earn from it the hard work kicking yourself over the kind of impact that has on other people uh, to inspire either family, friends, or you know, clients, people in social media, you inspire someone by just get rolling up the sleeves and getting the work done. Make it fit into your lifestyle. That's a massively important one, guys. If you don't make it fit into your lifestyle, you're never going to stick to it. You're going to fall away from it. Hundred percent going to happen. It's happened to me in the past, and uh, if I if I didn't make it fit into my lifestyle, obviously before half of arrived, I was training six days a week because I was happy doing that and I had the time to do it. And obviously, it was a massive adjustment period when I had to drop three times a week. But you make it work for you and you make it fit into your lifestyle. And that's how I've managed to keep myself ticking over. Had I tried to still remain in the six days a week, I'd get frustrated. I'd get upset myself, felt guilty, and I'd have completely fell away from it. And the last one, guys, release your inner competitor. That's probably the biggest one for me. It's the biggest motivator for me. It might not be for you if you've not got that competitive nature, but I'm super competitive and I'm in it to win it. So everything in life is a challenge to me and a competition and um, yeah as I said I don't think it's a good thing comparing yourself to others I must admit I don't think that's a good thing I've done it in the past and I've done it in a negative way I still do to this day still have like we kind of moments where I negatively compare myself to other people what they're maybe doing and stuff like that and maybe lose focus of what I'm doing but in my opinion comparing yourself to other people if you use that as fuel and use it in a positive way it can lead to success. Um, can I, success leaves clues as I told you, but 
if you spin it and say, right, okay, it can, it can work in two ways when you compare yourself to other people. You can look at it and say, okay, well, I'm in a shit situation compared to them and, you know, they're flying just now. Or you can look at it and go, you know, I'm in a shit situation just now, but if they can do it, I can do it, and I'm doing it better. And that's guaranteed. Um, and nothing will stop me. Just have that winning mentality that nothing, nothing is impossible, if that makes sense. that That's my biggest thing is, Look at everything that's happened in the world before where they said that things couldn't happen and people made it possible. So always look at that. Um, so yeah, that's my five tips, guys, to a successful body transformation. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers, guys.